this is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. This is Chris Sosa with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Janelle Allen, Executive Vice President and Chief People Officer at Children's Hospital and Medical Center in Omaha. Janelle, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you. I'm excited to be here with you today. Excellent. Could you please introduce yourself and tell us a bit about your background? Absolutely. So I have a long career in building great cultures and people practices for large healthcare systems, universities, academic medical centers, and now at a pediatric healthcare center. As you said, Chris, I am the uh, EVP and Chief People Officer at Children's Hospital Medical Center here in Omaha. And I oversee the human resources, diversity and inclusion, marketing and communications areas. And our teams are completely focused on culture, brand, reputation, experience, for all the people. So that's our workforce, patients, learners, and community partners. So prior to joining Children's, I was the Chief Human Resources Officer at Creighton University and their medical center, um, academic medical center. So they've got campuses in Nebraska and Arizona. And then I've also held HR leadership roles at Sanford Health, and that's the largest rural health system in the United States and Avera Health, which is an integrated health system in the upper Midwest. So some things about me, I love music, travel, fitness. I'm a wife and a mom to two kids that are ages 7 and 12, and they motivate me to live our organization's mission, which is to impact the life of every child. So I'm excited, again, to be with you and share about the journey we're on at Children's. Well, we're happy to share that journey with our audience for sure. So. On that note, regarding the employees, how does Children's of Omaha go about investing in their well-being, and how has that evolved since the pandemic hit? You know, coming out of the pandemic, healthcare professionals, they really experienced extreme burnout, and healthcare leaders were faced with how to combat this. This is really a unique challenge for our industry, and every health system was in this together. And it really focused on what do we do to ensure that we can keep people in healthcare professions and then also within our organization. And that related what we believed was to employee engagement and well being. So, what that meant for us was we are going to address well being and we're going to do it through a holistic, inclusive, and a multi dimensional lens. So, we did engage and listen to our team members to hear what was important and meaningful for them. And so then in 2022, we launched a variety of well-being programs and initiatives that were tailored to our workforce. And the key areas for us were emotional, social, financial, um, physical, and community well-being. So this was an important pillar. We have focused on a people-first culture, and many organizations say it, but we are saying it and we're walking it. And through this, the well-being is a key pillar to that. 
we are putting our people at the beginning of every equation, and that's every decision. And so we believe that if we take care of our own, they're going to take better care of our patients, families, and the community. And so this has positively impacted our quality and safety outcomes. We've seen it in our engagement numbers, our patient experience feedback, and then our strategic growth as an organization. So there's definitely a connection to engagement and well-being being a driver of that. So we do believe that if you, as an employee, feel steady, safe, and supported personally and professionally, that you can be fully engaged while you're at work. So we did broaden this definition and launch these programs, and we just completed our 2023 engagement survey, and we received the results here in May. And we did receive validation from our team members that the well-being is noticed and having an impact. So nearly nine out of our 10 employees had a favorable perception of the availability of resources to support their well-being. And we were really pleased to hear this because in our 2021 engagement survey, this was one of the lower scoring areas for our organization. Well, congratulations on such an improvement. I'm sure your employees very much appreciate it, as no doubt your, your patients and everyone else who's involved with the hospital. So you mentioned those programs. So let's go from the 30,000-foot view to a little more zoomed-in view. What are those programs exactly that have proved successful? You know, this is a great question, and there are many. And so when I think about this, you know, first, I'd like to highlight our Be Involved program, and this is a, a new paid volunteering program, and this, again, came from the voice of our team members. With our mission, we are focused on the clinical component, advocacy, research, and education, and they wanted to find a way to go out and help advocate and be part of our community and give back. So this program was launched and it really mobilizes our mission and the great gifts and talents of our team. So these paid volunteering programs send a strong message to our team members that we care about our community and we care about them. So this program launched in 2022 and within the first six months, there was tremendous engagement. We had over 800 volunteer hours at um, nonprofit organizations across the state of Nebraska. And to date, we have over 1,400 hours that have been logged. And again, it's really helping to carry our mission forward. We're finding the team is experiencing great well-being for it with it because they get to spend time with their team members and get to know each other there, but then also as research says, when you give to others, it does help your satisfaction and well-being. You know, the other area that we've spent um, a lot of time and energy on is recognition. And that's really important, again, from an engagement driver. So we launched a new recognition platform, and we call it the Sunshine Hub. And this platform elevates and really integrates our children's core values so that team members can recognize each other when they demonstrate, you know, elements around innovation, collaboration, accountability, respect, or excellence. 
And this platform launched in February of 2023, and we've had over 33,000 recognitions sent wow. to date. So our vendor was like, wow, you are gold star here. They've never seen um, that type of engagement. So again, it's we're really proud of that. We heard from our team members that engagement from the organization, but also their colleagues and leaders are important. So that one's had great success. You know, another program I'd like to highlight is around social determinants of health. And I know every health system is is really trying to have an impact and are deeply committed to this and making a difference for their patients, families, and the communities that they're in. And we at Children's are in that exact same environment. So as we were making this commitment through our strategic plan to begin to address this for our patients and families in our community, we as a leadership team took a step back and said to ourselves, gosh, I wonder if our team members, as we ask them to go out and identify individuals that may have needs and connect them to resources, do we have individuals that may be having those same experiences? And we made a decision to survey our team members and ask them questions around the social determinants of health. And that survey, we had high engagement with it, and we did receive feedback that there were team members struggling with this and needed help. So we, from there, we started on this quest to find out what programs can we do and community partners can we engage with to help our team members that have experiences either with economic instability, food or transportation security issues, childcare challenges, education interventions, all of those behaviors and components of social determinants of health. So through that, you know, from an economic standpoint, we invested in pay, right? We wanted to make sure we had living wage and, and minimum wages were at a place that we could be really competitive and people would have a living wage. We also um, invested a lot in our financial well-being series, uh, again, helping individuals really understand their finances and also if there's needs, how to access, you know, if it's Medicaid, um, other resources available there. From the food and, and transportation security, we launched what we call a WeCare Fund. And this is a fund that employees can access, you know, if a need arises, um, again, related to really anything in their life that is, is difficult. We also um, have different ways that if people have food and, and gas assistance, we, they can reach out and, and um, access those resources. You know, from the education intervention, We've invested a lot in our tuition programs. So for our employees, we've built relationships with local universities, community colleges to have reduced tuition options. We've also extended our tuition remission reimbursement benefit to our uh, their dependents if an employee is not utilizing the benefit. And the one I'm really, really proud of is we just had our first graduating class of our English as a second language cohort, and that is a class that we offer on campus. We pay employees for their time and also studies to 
to participate in that program, provide them with laptops and other resources so that they um, can increase their English proficiency. And that's been really great and well-received. We just had our graduating class. And what we found is this area, um, not only has it helped the individuals, but it's helped with retention and reducing turnover um, in the key departments where individuals were actively participating in this program. The other piece, as we had, I had said earlier, you know, we've got great partners in our community and we want to partner with them. Again, they help to serve our, our patients and families, but we also know they can help with our team members. So two of the programs I thought would be fun to share with you today, Chris, is the first one is a GROW Navigator program, and that's actually through our local chamber. And this is a social worker that is on site, on campus here, that any team member at any point in time can access confidentially and voluntarily. And this person helps them to understand their situations and also um, align them with any services that they may need near-term or long-term. What we found with that is of the frequent inquiries and support needed there were again around the housing, financial, legal, and child care. The other is Habitat for Humanity. Our local Habitat for Humanity has an incredible program to help individuals become mortgage ready. So there's a lot of education, support, and services available for team members who are um, on that journey. So those are two great partnerships that we've formed and our employees are really having a great experience. They're engaging with them and it is helping them um, with areas that they've indicated they have needs with. You know, you can do all these programs, but in order for it to be sustainable and long-term, you, you as an organization have to commit to having the structure and the people to do this work. So we have um, what we have identified, and we call them our We Thrive team, and there are roles, and they're part of our HR team, and their work is, is again, to support these many programs and those five key areas and pillars of our well-being program. The other recent additions we have, we have got a, our, new, our new Chief Morale Officer, Howie. He is our four-legged friend. He is our team member facility therapy dog, and he has just been a great addition to our We Thrive team. How do you not loving having a dog in the office? I don't know how that's a bad thing at all. <laughs> Would you mind sharing some of the insights as how these programs connect with your program's goals? You know, absolutely. You know, we, we say it's pretty simple here at Children's that by taking care of our people, they can take care of our patients in the communities we serve. And in the recent years, children's leadership, we've made a significant investment in our people for the long-term success of our organization. And ultimately, our strategic goals and objectives can only be accomplished and powered through our people. And they are, we wanna lead the way in safety, quality, and exceptional care championing the needs and welfare of children, improving the health and well-being of children through discovery and innovation. We want to train and develop the pediatric healthcare workforce 
and foster an environment where individuals, teams, and our organization will grow and thrive. So again, by taking care of our people, they can take the very best care of our patients and the communities we serve. Well, I also wanted to ask you, Janelle, so spinning it forward a little bit, I mean, everyone, it seems, has had trouble with staffing issues, not just the healthcare industry, but just about every industry in the U.S. How do you think these efforts are reflected in your recruiting efforts? You know, that's a great, a great question, Chris, because, you know, as we've been spending time talking through our time together, it's been a lot on retention. And that's certainly an area where we've doubled down is retention. But in order to meet our, our goals or our strategic focus and, and growth, because we have many individuals wanting to utilize our services, we do need to, to build and, and grow our team. So recruiting has had great success because of the reputation. If I just start with the brand and reputation that we have built as an organization over the last couple of years around taking care of our people, being a place where you know we're gonna support you and care for you personally and professionally, but our leaders have also gotten really, really creative around, you know, flexible schedules. What can we do? Because people do have needs that are different and the workforce is forever changed coming through the pandemic. And so, you know, our, our clinical areas are looking at shorter shifts, you know, four to six hour shifts. They're looking at weekend only options or seasonal opportunities like a nine-month schedule over 12 months. So when we do that, we have seen an increase in our applications and also our time to fill. We also have reduced our reliance on contingent contractual labor um, significantly. That has decreased significantly. So as we continue to move forward and we look at our, our what we're calling our employee value proposition, our people first promise, we are in a position of strength, again, because of our well-being efforts, our flexibility, and also a lot of the work that we're doing around our learning and growing for our team members. You know, as I think about the why, you know, when we talk about attracting and retaining team members, you know, I want children's to be a destination workplace, you know, not just a pit stop in somebody's life, a place that they can come and stay. And so really to be an amazing workplace in 2023, I believe it's essential to intentionally invest in our team's well-being. I think that's the critical differentiator. And, you know, it's definitely requiring us to think differently, being much more agile, flexible, creative, so that we can be really a leader and stay as a leader in this just really dynamic job landscape that's out there. So in addition to this, we know that well-being is important, belonging is important um, for our long-term success as an organization. Janelle, thank you so much for sharing your insights with our listeners. And I can't wait for them to hear them. And I look forward to connecting with you soon. Thank you so much, Chris. I so appreciate it. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks, to help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way. Becker's Healthcare has launched My BHC. 
It's your trusted Becker's healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Mm -hmm.